how are y'all and welcome to Tax Talks. Uh, today I wanted to take a minute to go over a question that was sent in. It's a little bit of a detailed question. That's why I wanted to make a video instead of just a quick response uh, inside the actual texting part. Uh, and also to let y'all know that you can send in questions and I will do my best to work on them. This one I had to think over a little bit. I'll, I'll go over the basic question. So if my eyes wander down, it's me reading. Well, actually I can move this up. Hey, look at that. Technology at its best. So the video was on splitting and the person asked the question. They said, you know, that you mentioned that when spotting the signs of being pushed away and in my relationship, I noticed the cold and distracted behavior around two weeks before uh, someone broke up with me. And so during the breakup, the person says they didn't contact. And after about two months, the person apologized and said that they, you know, they had issues going on. They cracked under pressure and stuff like that and pushed them away. And then I guess they had gotten back together and it was great again. And for a few months and then it happened again. Now the person said, apparently this is typical with BPD, which it is. And I haven't told them, I believe they have BPD out of fear that they will get very mad. They probably will. And also that they had an idea that the person might, you know, get back in contact with them and this would happen all over again, which is highly possible. So there's several things going on here and I wanted to go over each one and handle each one in itself. First, with a caveat, I'm very careful to tell people I don't like giving direct advice on how to handle a situation in the sense that, you know, like, oh, break up with this person, go with this person, don't do that. In each individual case, I do like to gather more information, ask more questions, find out some specifics. So the information I'm giving today, please do not take it as me telling this one individual what to do. Because if you listen, I'm going to break down different parts and ask different questions and give different thoughts on each one. So the first one would be, even though this behavior is common in individuals who have BPD, having this behavior doesn't flip and in turn guarantee that that person has BPD. In other words, there are some people in life who break up, want to get back together over and over again, that aren't necessarily someone with borderline personality disorder. They could have another personality disorder or no personality disorder at all, but just be the kind of person who doesn't do well with relationships as far as, you know, they, they get to a certain point and they panic, they want to run, things are going too well, or they're getting too serious. And let's be honest, sometimes people are with you. And then I did a video on that new car smell where people will actually find someone else and they may not tell you why they want to break up with you. But their intention is to go and hang out with this other person. And then when the other person doesn't work out, then they come back to you. You may or may not get to know about the other person. It's just a fact of life. So that is possible that you know, the person found someone else. They went to them. And then when it didn't work out, they come back to you. I think I've mentioned before, and if I hadn't, it could be that you know someone, you, is their stand-in emotional booty call. It doesn't have to do specifically with sex. It could do with just the fact that they need someone in their life and they have to have one. And then once they have somebody in their life, they start feeling comfortable and have no problem getting rid of someone in their life. It could also be that the person has mood swings. There are so many things that could go into this. When we're talking about someone specifically who does have BPD, do know that them growing cold and breaking up with you most likely is not a case of where they're breaking up with you and not going to go with anybody. One of the, the hallmarks of BPD 
is the fear of abandonment, which means that that person would only break up with you if they're already assured they have somebody else they're going to go with. So here we go, new car smell. It can also be fear that things are going too well with you, so they look for someone else. But in most cases of BPD, the person has someone else in mind. They probably even have a few guarantees. Because uh, again, they don't want to be alone and be abandoned. Is it going to happen again? With any problem you have, if you do not work on the problem, it's likely to happen again. Again, this is not always just the case with BPD, but this is the case with any problem with anybody you're dating. If you're dating and a problem arises with how you feel about each other, how you treat each other, things that you've done, things that you've done wrong, once again, we have a case of where if the person does it and goes, oh, that was a mistake, I shouldn't have done that, or I wished I wouldn't have done it, or if you yourself do something, and then you don't address the problem and work on the problem, odds are you're going to do it again. Because whatever led up to it the first time is going to lead up to it again. If this is a behavior, and again, patterns of behavior, when you look through your life, if you have patterns of behavior, you're most likely going to continue to have patterns of behavior that are very much the same. And if you're with someone, and I always, again, go back and say, well, how did they break up with the last person they was with? Odds are that's how they're going to break up with you. How did they treat the last person they're with? They may be treating you the same way. How do they treat family members? How have they been doing things their whole life? They're probably going to continue doing them. Patterns of behavior tend to continue unless you actively do something to change them or fix them. It's just the nature of the beast. So, oh yes, and addressing. This is something we probably haven't really went into a discussion on, but how do you tell someone that you think they have a personality disorder? If you're not a therapist, don't. What do I mean, don't? I mean, still seek help. You can see how, though, unless you have figured out how to tell somebody something in a very delicate way that will get the results you want, odds are telling people what you think they have tends to lead to more problems. In other words, I caution people from self-diagnosing. I really caution you from doing other people diagnosis. Yes, you're going to do it. Yes, I know. I just caution you about it to think about it. Think about what you say. It's possible if you feel that someone you're dating or with has distinguishing characteristics of any personality disorder or any mental health condition, it may be much easier to empathize with that person and then with that gain the power to ask them about whether it's okay to make a suggestion. Complicated. Let's break that down. Before you give advice, make sure you have permission to give advice and make sure you have enough information to give advice. Again, a lot of people jump in and start telling people what to do with throwing advice around without actually asking questions, finding out the background information, thinking about what they're going to say, and then very importantly, asking permission. There's an old saying, unsolicited advice always comes across as contentious. In other words, if that person didn't ask for your advice and you do not have permission to give them advice, then when you open your mouth and tell them what you think they should do or what you think is wrong, 
it's going to come across as ready for an argument. And people will go, yes, I just, I meant the best, or I think this is best for them. I think they should do this. When I hear that from people, my mind immediately wanders to, oh, hmm, an uncontrolled need to tell other people what to do. Ah, have we just stumbled into codependency? So again, I mentioned lock and key. I was told by someone that I need to actually go back and do a video on that because I referenced it and said, oh, yes, and, and we talked about this, and we didn't talk about this. My apologies, please. Sometimes I take so many things that I discuss with other people, uh, other therapists, in therapy sessions, and I get a little addled and confused and think that I did a video on something that I should have already did a video on. So, again, I'm going to do one on that, but as a quick insight into it, lock and key is my way of saying that things fit for a reason. If you're with someone and you're attracted to someone who has behaviors that are characteristic of something, anything, personality disorder, anything, then ask yourself, what makes you a good fit for this person? What is it in your life? that has brought you to this situation where you're with someone? Do you have a pattern of behavior of being around people that have these characteristics? Because I can tell you the average individual, if they have never been around someone who has BPD, and once they figure out something right, all the alarm bells go off, and they typically are very shy about being with this person. Again, later on when I do the video on lock and key, and I promise it's coming now, I know I should do it, bad text. Now, going back to this, the person has broke up with you and then gave you an explanation, got back together, and then wants to break up again. There's a pattern here. Asking yourself not just why the pattern, but what's going on. And then if you've been around the person and notice there's some problems, you may at best be able to suggest to them, you know, there's a lot of things going on here. You know, maybe we should seek couples counseling. Maybe we should work on our couple ourselves. If the individual has problems that you clearly can identify as not being connected to you, or you have a family member or friend who has these issues going on, then being able to suggest that, you know, sometimes when people have these kinds of problems, they seek a professional, a therapist, a counselor, you know, someone to help them get through these problems. If done delicately like that, it might help. But again, I caution you, ask permission. In other words, literally asking, going, you know, I was having some thoughts on that, or I've been reading on that. Would you like to know my thoughts? Would you like to hear what I, I think? Would you like to hear, you know, what, what I've been thinking about? You thinking about something is not the same as telling someone you have this, or I think you have that. Again, that's a tough pill to swallow. Even if you're correct, it may not get you the effect you want. So asking permission and then telling the person, you know, this has happened before. Do you think this is something we should see someone about? That's one way to come across very carefully. Because I can guarantee you, most people who have this pattern of behavior probably don't even notice it yet. The fact that you're pointing it out, they're like, really? I don't do this. 
this isn't me. Are you sure? You sure it's not you? In fact, if the person says, you know, I have noticed that about myself. I did that with my last boyfriend. You may be right. I need to talk to somebody. My ears go up because that's either someone being very slick about the whole thing and basically pretending to go along with you for a reason or someone who probably doesn't have a personality disorder because you pointed it out and they're able to actually stand there and look at it and go, you know, I should have paid attention to that. You know, maybe you're right. Maybe I do have an issue. Maybe I have done that before. And most people with personality disorders don't usually do that. Unless, like I said, it's that higher level of setting you up, going, oh, yes, you're right, and I should. And all along, they know perfectly well what they're doing, and they lure you back in and play here, kitty, kitty. In other words, yes, I, I smacked you, and it was fun, and you ran, but now I'm going to call you in here, kitty, 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 kitty. When you get close enough, they smack you again. All of that is called playing into the drama. I would beseech you to please go look at the video I did on Drama Triangle and look up Cartman's Drama Triangle. Find out what you can because when you're in a drama, in the Drama Triangle, when you get pulled into that drama, something's going on there. There's things that are happening that basically make it a change from problem-solving behaviors to drama behaviors. And when you're in the drama, yeah, good chance you're with someone who either has a personality disorder or for some other reason has learned to play the drama triangle, codependency being one of those. There are, there are other situations in which we play the drama triangle. So to wrap it up, again, not all people who break up and get back and break up and get back have personality disorders. People who have BPD, borderline personality disorder, tend to do that a lot. But again, when they do it, they can either do it out of a fear that you're going to leave them anyway, so they leave you first. Almost assuredly, though, they have a backup plan. If they are seriously breaking up with you, it's because there's somebody else and because they won't break up with you and be with nobody. They have to have a boyfriend, have to have a girlfriend, have to have a partner, have to have a significant somebody. And so they're already set up for that. And if it happens once, twice, it's going to happen again. There's no saying Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, the hell am I doing here? So if the person is somebody that you feel close enough to that you really want to work this out, then seeking professional help is pretty well a must. And of course, the other question is, why am I involved with someone who keeps doing this? What's going on with me? Do I need to see somebody? And you may need to because this is a traumatic situation, even if there's nothing else going on. Being with someone who breaks up with you several times and going back with them is a significant issue for concern about yourself and might want to go see a professional and talk about that. You might find out something that helps you so that it don't happen again. All right. I hope you have a great day. I hope that answers your questions for the most part. Again, sorry for the delay in getting back to you, but I wanted to actually sit down and do a video and go over all of it and explain why I have to think through sometimes because I don't want to tell people what to do. I do want to give you information so that you can make better choices about what you do. All right. You have an awesome day and I will talk to you later. Namaste.